Hello there. Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials. Here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today I want to talk about relationships. I did a video a while back called The Two Secrets to Successful Relationships. It's on my YouTube channel. Feel free to go there. Uh, good look, search for relationships on my channel. You should find it. In it, I talked about what I believe are the two secrets to successful relationships with the subtitle meaning almost nobody gets number two. That's because number one is falling in love. And now that's really not a secret. It's just that most people don't know quite what to do with it. It feels so good. I mean, it's just so wonderful. I feel like I can be myself and I finally live with someone who, who really gets me. What people don't know is that is an endorphin rush. That is a wonderful experience where chemicals in the brain are producing that feeling. It's not that it's invalid. It's just relatively temporary. I call it Disney World. You know, you can go, there's rides and there's fireworks and it's wonderful, but you can't live there. I always encourage people to go to Disney World first. <laughs> In other words, have that wonderful romantic love experience because it's a bonding experience. It's kind of designed to get you close enough so that when your stuff comes up, <laughs> well, there's a bond there. There's, a, there's not, okay, that's it, I'm out of here. That's the second secret of a successful relationship is having a common vision. What do we want in a relationship? Most people just assume that because it feels so good at the beginning, we must both want the same thing. How, you know, do we want kids? Do we not want kids? Um, and by the way, I am talking mostly about intimate relationships. This does apply to almost all relationships, but that falling in love perspective is, is really mostly about the intimate relationships. Um, how do we talk to each other? How do we solve problems? Do we fight? Do we not fight? Do we live in the mountains? Do we live on the beach? <laughs> we got to have a common vision of what you want in a relationship because otherwise what happens as the endorphin rush starts to wear off, that could happen either from uh, you know, a few months to a year or so, then you kind of start going, wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not feeling as good as I did. And we try to make the other person change so that we get that feeling back. And of course, that person hears that as criticism, and here comes what Harville Hendricks calls the power struggle. So we got the romantic love, which is wonderful. I call it Disney World. Then we got the power struggle. This is where our stuff starts to come up. And the idea of how do we talk with each other when our stuff comes up is really, really important. Got to have a sense of what those conversations look like and sound like. The third secret to a successful relationship that I've just been noticing as I've been working with couples and thinking about, you know, relationships in general is how do I deal with vulnerability? Because you see, when we fall in love and we get really invested and committed to that relationship, there's a certain amount of vulnerability that goes in there. You know, what if they leave? What if they don't like me? What if they stop loving me? And for those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know this triggers this middle brain called the limbic system that is designed to keep us safe in fight or flight situations. So we sometimes have a tendency to go into fight, trying to make that person be the way they were in the beginning so that I don't lose this feeling, or flight, we either leave the relationship or we just kind of settle for some mediocre relationship where nobody ever talks about anything, but nobody really ever feels anything. In other words, we deal with vulnerability by either trying to make that person stop making us feel so vulnerable and so bad, 
or just kind of sometimes trying to do whatever I can do to, to make you love me. You know, a lot of times our vulnerability triggers vulnerability from the past. So if we've been in families where vulnerability was kind of dangerous, you know, it wasn't awful, always the safest place to be, then when we get into a relationship and that vulnerability shows up, we can get kind of reactive. So what I think we've got to know, the third secret to a successful, happy relationship is, how do you deal with that vulnerability? And what we've got to recognize is under the vulnerability is fear, and all fear is fear of loss. So if we have connected deeply with this person and all of a sudden we start to feel vulnerable, the fear is, uh-oh, they're going to either be able to control us or go away and leave us alone and we'll be alone for the rest of our lives and nobody will love us. We'll become a bag lady and someone will steal my bag and I'll die. You know, we just kind of spiral down into that worst case scenario. So what I think we've got to recognize is that vulnerability and dealing with vulnerability is one of the important components of creating a successful relationship. When I feel vulnerable, how do we talk about that? The best relationships are the places that kind of create a crucible, a container, where people can bring their concerns, their fears, their vulnerability, and the love in the relationship can then heal the fear. The, the uh, way that I encourage people to talk about that. Rather than going to the partner and saying, hey, you make me feel this way, or you did this, and I feel this way, or, or, or blaming another person for how we feel, if we'll notice the fear and the vulnerability underneath that bad feeling, and go to that relationship partner and say, you know, there is a, there's a frightened part of me that's afraid that if this happens, I'll lose you, or that I'm not enough in some ways, or that, or that we don't want the same thing and, and we're going to fight, you know, whatever it is. But if you'll talk about the fear versus the accusation of how the other person is wrong, now the other person who loves you, hopefully, will, will, will want to kind of come and, and help you heal that fear, help you kind of, oh, oh gosh, let me, no, 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 let me tell you how much I love you and, and how you don't need to be afraid. So it's that willingness to deal with vulnerability. Number one, recognizing that it's going to show up because when we care for each other deeply, we are vulnerable to that other person. And again, if vulnerability has been a problem in our, in our past, Boy, that's going to show up and our limbic system is going to see vulnerability as dangerous and throw us into that fight or flight response. What we want to do is create what I call a top of the mind relationship where we're engaging each other in a very purposeful way, in a way that is about love, in a way that if our kids or our future kids or someone we love were watching us talk about this issue, we would want them to emulate what they see us doing and feeling and saying and how we're being. That is the key. When we can do that, wow, the initial love that we have that was initially kind of an a, a, uh, endorphin rush becomes kind of a deeper, more meaningful love. And we can kind of feel good about the fact that this can last a long, long time if we're willing to continue to bring our stuff to the relationship and let the relationship heal it. If this is something you would like me to help me do, uh, this is one of the things I do. I work with couples and individuals about helping them understand relationships, helping them deal with them. Uh, you could just go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the contact button, let me know what you're interested in. Love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, if you're loving these videos, please hit the like button. You know how Facebook and YouTube and Pinterest, all these folks love it when you like it. Share it with your friends if you feel that would be valuable. Because what I'm wanting to do is to bring you new information each week about how to deal with life and especially how to tie brain science to that process. 
So I'm hoping this has been valuable. In the meantime, here's to you, bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. And I'll look forward to seeing you in the next video.